Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Mayfair Theater Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. I'm Mel. We made it. And I think it's episode 54. Sure. 53? Well, let me, let me check. 54 is 54. the answer to life. No. No, 42 is the answer 42. to life. 53 is nothing. I realize we hit 52, which, which is technically... I mean, we missed a few, but we've hit a year of podcasts. That's true. So now you can go back... Really? Well, 52 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. you, you can go back... Did we really start this in fucking February? Well, because we missed a few because of the holidays. Yeah. Which means we've been doing it for over a year now. So we have a so backlog. Weird. We have a backlog. We have like a library. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I just go home at night and listen to all the old podcasts. <laughs> I wonder if anybody who doesn't... Because it's one of those weird things. It's almost like uh, Harrison Ford has said like he doesn't watch his own films. Mm. And I'm always like, man, you've missed a lot of good movies, you know? I don't really listen to the podcast. No, no I don't listen to the podcast. I feel weird no. about my own voice. It's yeah. not you guys, it's me. I don't like listening <laughs> to myself. I don't, yeah. If I, like, I don't re-listen to the message at the end of the night after I record it either. Well, I would feel weir- weirded out, like, say if we were room- roommates, <laughs> and I walked home, or got, got home, <laughs> and you were, like, doing the dishes and listening to your own podcast, you'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Just making sure I don't sound Well, we should idiot. be listening to it partially to make sure that it sounds good, and... I guess. I mean, I, I assume that you that, do that. that. <laughs> uh, not, not often. We have both put that on your shoulders, and then anytime somebody complains, we go... And Andrew's just like, well, oh, well I just put it on the internet. Well, see, now we, now we have, like, a radio guy on the bookend of yeah. this. So now it's on his shoulders <laughs> to complain to us. Well, he has a VHS pre- player for you, by the way. No I way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? He came in the other, the other night there. And... For Movie Monday. That's a, that's like a test. We should start asking for more things yeah. on the podcast and see if we get them. So Josh really wants the puppet from the Dark Crystal. Oh yeah! <laughs> if somebody has twelve to fifteen thousand dollars to spare, I would like the uh, the the little doggy hand puppet from the Dark Crystal. I'm sure somebody for about a hundred dollars. I'm sure Gwen could just fabricate me one that looks exactly because he's he's not he's not like a a, a Skeksky or or. Um, a tauntaun, you know, like he's a little hand puppet, probably this about the size of a very fuzzy. Oh my god! Yeah, I just need Gwen to make me one because it's, it's like the size of a soccer ball. It's kind of like a Muppet, like with a very like flat mouth. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't look at the. So what is it? Is it is it is it Henson having a garage sale or was it somebody else? It's put up for auction. It's a bunch of Frank Oz. Frank Oz, yeah. There's a bunch of other unrelated things like Star Trek stuff and stuff, so I sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're selling like... Well, I'm sure there's dozens and dozens of these, but they're selling like Leonard Nimoy worn Spock ears. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know I hope those have been been cleaned. Man, well, see, they're probably going to sell for like $30,000, but I'd be like, I want to wear them around. (laughs) I want to like... I'm kicking myself because I... I didn't hear about this till it was too late. Like, I read an after-the-fact article. But um, Leica, who I love, who did um, uh, Box Trolls and Paranorman, mm-hmm. they did a garage sale. Because you got to think, when, when you're a independent stop-motion animation house, you make a bunch of little, like, flower pots and, and, and shoes and whatever. And eventually you're like, we don't need these anymore. And they did recycle a lot of them. Like, if there, if there is, like, a, a lamppost in Paranorman, you might see that same lamppost... Um, in in uh, in box trolls or something like that, cool. but they, but they did a they did a big garage sale and and um, or like a, a on eBay or whatever and some of the stuff was was you know thousands of dollars but some was like was like uh, a TV set fifty bucks and I was like oh I would love to have a stop motion thing from yeah. them in my house so I've got to keep an eye out for that kind of stuff because some, sometimes it's it's you can't afford it but sometimes it's reasonably priced kind of cool it's just like a little thing yeah. Because, but yeah, if I had money, I would just, that's all I would buy. It's all I would just buy over and over again, just cool. Like, when I met Ralph Bashke at the uh, Animation Fest here in town a couple years ago, he was selling animation art for like 75 bucks or so. So relatively reasonable. So uh, uh, Christy, uh, former Mayfair manager, Christy is a big, big fan of, of the Lord of the Rings, Ralph Bashke movie. And I texted her and I'm like, I'm like, do you want an animation piece from this? And she's like, yes. <laughs> How much is it? And I was like, I was like, it's not bad. So I got her one, and uh, he signed it, and I got a a very Ralph Bashke like X-rated busty blonde girl, 
but it's amazing. Like it's hand drawn animation, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But I was like, man, if I wasn't careful, I'd be like, I'll buy that and that and that. <laughs> all and that. Of the things. Yeah, I buy all the things. But um, speaking of animation, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. Uh, Segway. Hey. <laughs> Anomalisa, which starts on Saturday. Yep. This is the new Charlie Kaufman movie, but it's stop motion animation. I've seen the film and it's quite good, but I, I wonder how well known it is. Like if our audience is aware of this film. I hadn't all. heard of it until now. I until heard, we booked it. Mm-hmm. I heard about it before I heard about it being a Charlie Kaufman film because Dan Harmon was talking about it yeah, on he's one his of the, podcast. He's one of the producers. Yeah. So if you're fans of uh, Community, it's from, it's, I don't know how much he was actually involved in the creative side, but it's his kind of animation production company mm-hmm. has their stamp on it. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting, this, this kind of segregated best animated feature Oscar nomination, because it's, it's, it's like a Pixar movie, which will probably win, which will probably win. But the, the last couple of years, it's always been like, you know, Disney movie, Pixar movie, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. But now they're kind of sneaking in a little bit more weirdo art house stuff in there, Mm -hmm. uh, which hasn't won yet, but it's kind of cool that. I don't know, what, what's it rated? It like a grown-up animation? It's 18A in Ontario. Oh, really? Because there's wow. uh, some sexual content. Wow, so an R-rated... Puppet movie. Puppet movie. Puppet is, sex movie. Is up against a Pixar movie for best animated feature. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Is it like... <clears throat> is it like... Is it weird Charlie Kaufman in the sense of yeah. like... Like weird dream sequences or weird... Yeah, like, it's kind of surreal. It's about this, uh, this man who's written a book about... Uh, customer service and Mm -hmm. he tours around doing lectures on his book and he's very miserable and um his whole world like everyone there's only three voice actors in the film there's david thulis who plays uh the main character Mm -hmm. jennifer jason lee plays the woman that he meets in the hotel falls in love with but everyone else is voiced by this actor named tom noonan so even even as like his son and his wife like and and like an ex girlfriend of his, they're all voiced by Tom Noonan, so they all they all have this. Uh, they all sound like this, and basically, it's meant to represent that like everyone just sounds the same to him, and he's completely just sick of life and yeah. just a miserable person. It's weird that you just get him to do everybody. Yeah, and then he meets Jennifer Jason Lee, oh, okay. who sounds like Jennifer Jason Lee, and he fall he becomes uh, infatuated with her that makes because. Sense. He's like, oh my god, that, she has such a wonderful voice. Yeah. And she's a fan of his. Her and her friend are, are splurged on a hotel room to come see his, his seminar. So it's a good year for Jennifer Jason Leigh, because that means one Very movie good year. that she acted in got an Oscar nomination for Animated Picture, and then she got herself an Oscar nomination for Hateful Eight. Two very different characters. Yeah. One is, like, totally evil and rotten. And, yeah. And the other, in Anomalisa, is, like, this sweet, like, simple... It's you know. crazy. It's like a it's like a double double comeback. That's awesome. Yeah, she's very um she's very versatile. Yeah. And very underrated because she's been around since like she oh, was yeah. a child. Mm-hmm. And she's one of those people where it's unfair to say a comeback because she's been working all the time, just not necessarily in big mainstream stuff that you might yeah. recognize. Like she's never gone away. A lot of indie stuff. Yeah. But yeah, she's kind of mostly known for the John Hughes John Hughes days. Was she in a John Hughes movie? Yeah, wasn't she in uh, Breakfast Club? She was one of the Breakfast... No, no, no. No, that was... Uh, oh, that's Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy, yeah. I am, she was I in, am she racist was in, uh, to white women. I can't tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Fast Times at Richmond High. Right. And uh, Hudsucker Proxy and... Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Greenberg with Ben Stiller. On Doug Loves Movies yesterday, he said he didn't like Hudsucker Proxy. And I'm like, you're crazy, Doug. I've never seen it. Oh, I loved it. It's just like... I should see it. Old-timey, everyone in fedoras and, you know, very, very newsy and old-timey talk. And That's one of those Coen Brothers movies that I don't think it's talked about too much. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell's in it. Probably yeah. the biggest Bruce Campbell role in a Coen Brother movie. Because yeah. usually he has like a little cameo or something. But, but yeah, it's cool. So, so this marks another one of the... We have, we're, we're on a very good marathon of Oscar-nominated films mm-hmm. so this marks another one that we have uh coming up this weekend as well as joy joy which has one <coughs> oscar nomination for jennifer lawrence lawrence and mel and i were just talking about that before we started rolling so mel's yeah. seen it yeah i have not seen it yet 
And is it is it more? <clears throat> we were saying that. I don't know. My my favorite film of his might be I Heart Huckabees, which is his most out there weirdo film. I didn't see that one. I, I really it's I, I really a long liked... time ago, but like I was in high school and it was just like it, it's the, yeah, it's like the definition it's of not for everybody. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's it's got Lily Tomlin and it's got Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. In, in like again my my favorite Mark Wahlberg role probably. Yeah. And uh and no, uh, Naomi Watts is just amazing in it. I thought, but it's just like this weird movie. But um, yeah, Joy's weird because it, it's it's this this um, I don't know, like the, the 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 Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro trilogy. Yeah, it's like yeah. And, and this one didn't seem to catch fire as much as Silver Lining or American Hustle did. Mm-hmm. I think because it's kind of quirky. Yeah, like, having seen it, like there's bits where it's like, well. This could be out of a British comedy, like, uh, it seems sort of, um, I don't know, like a not normal situation. Yeah, and it's very, you know? very, her, it's very like, off. it's all her, right, isn't it? Like, she's in, like, every scene, Jennifer Lawrence is very much, she's, like, her movie, yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think the other ones were a little bit more, like, ensemble cast, kind of, mm-hmm. like. Well, this one's yeah. got, this one I'd say it's sort of like a, like a really quirky Silver Linings playbook. Yeah. Well, this one has Isabella Rossellini and Diane Ladd. Yeah. And De Niro. Yeah. And that guy. Bradley Cooper. From Point Break. The Point Break remake. Not that guy. <laughs> Point Break remake. I don't even know who that is. Edgar I, I, Ramirez. The Point Break remake came and went so fast. Yeah. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't, like, I've heard no positive or negative reaction from it. Like, not, not like someone saying, I saw it, it was horrible. I saw it, it was great. Like, it was like, it was in theaters for, I think. Point Break happened. Barely 90 minutes. Yeah. It was like. It's like we we pulled it forty minutes into the movie. We you're just like there was three people watching it. We're like, no, sorry, forget it. We're turning it off. You, we're we're all we're so we're all very disappointed by this. Somebody asked me. Uh, it's like people ask me if we're gonna play everything, but they're like, are you gonna play Point Break? And I'm like, oh, I'll never say never, but I I don't think I so. It. I don't doubt hold it. Your breath because I don't want to find you dead. Yeah, and I'm just like like we we have so we have so many movies being tossed at us now. It's like. We don't have room. literally just yeah. Yeah. Cost take us. them, take these movies um, like a dodgeball. Some guy came today, and I think he was asking if um, I know Melissa would be playing for more than just the three days. Oh, and it was sort of like, well, maybe it's not we'll comedy. We have it now. Yeah, We're sort of trying to fit in as many as we can, kind of. I assume sometimes for the Oscars, and then like if it wins, it'll come back. Yeah, like and if the distributor is nice to us and say. If it does win, which it probably won't, not to jinx it, but if it does win, sometimes they let us take it back and be like, show it again. But then yeah. often, sometimes they'll give it to to the uh, those multiplexes. They might give priority to yeah somebody who has more money to throw around. Yeah, but we've been like we got to keep Brooklyn for like a month. Yeah, they even they asked us to keep. Yeah, it. please they take it more. Please keep it. <laughs> take it more. And we're like, oh yeah, you want us to keep this movie that everybody loves and is making us all kinds of money? Sure, yeah. Like, Makes sense, yeah. Even so, like la- last was it last last night I came to see. Oh my god, my mind's a blur already. What Roar? did I come? No, oh, I came and saw Roar. No, I came to see the grown up movie. I came to the see Danish Girl. Danish Girl. Okay. And which were, which continues this weekend? Yeah, we're holding that over, and that was very good crowd again. Like very good turnout for Danish Girl, and Danish Girl was. It's interesting because, like, you were talking about it last week, and I think it's very much a fictionalized account. Like, it's yeah. not every movie is every movie that is a quote unquote biopic is a fictionalized account because we weren't there. You know, like with rare exception of having a lot of stock footage on somebody, the dialogue's kind of made up. Every but it's um, man, like Eddie Redmayne, who for me came out of nowhere. Like, I I don't think I've heard about him before. He played Stephen Hawking. Same. But in this movie, again, like, despite people saying, like, oh, he got nominated again, or it's kind of like a, nowadays, for today's modern audience, kind of an easy Oscar grab. Or like, if you play, like, like, like a, a, a smart historical figure, or somebody going through some kind of, like, really dramatic issues, or somebody who's dying, like, you're, you're going to get the Oscar. You know, like, it's like... Yeah. The sympathy vote. The sympathy vote. So in this, it's a very sympathetic character, a very kind of heroic character, but man, is he good! Like, yeah, and like was... honestly, if he wins, it's just because Leo's not good enough. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, give it to Leo. <laughs> like he, yeah, he, Leo's never been good enough. That's all. Yeah, whoever wins should like do the old like point at my yeah. eyes, point at yours, and be yeah. like, "That's you get Leo. <laughs> go home Shape to your up. go home to your house filled with fashion models and money. 
cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> Take that talented yeah. Leo. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, there's lots of talented people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen Revenant yet, but it's it's on our it's on our trailer loop now, so it's uh, it's on in the horizon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> just the trailer kind of makes me feel like, oh my god, this looks like a lot of work. This movie, like, yeah. it just looks like the whole movie. You're gonna be like, edge of your seat, just screaming, like, look out! So <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, it's sort of like roar to the next Wait, level. Have you seen it? Revenant. Revenant? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's really good. So that's like both. Watch things. a man just survive. The worst. Maybe we'll get that and Hateful Eight at the same time, and people I can, hope so. People can double bill it. People can do it back to back. These cold, cold, really. snowy, violent, three hour long, like. Ah, oh, that's funny. But it is, yeah. But but um, Danish girl, I, I really liked, and the other the the uh, I it, I I almost complimented him enough to say the other actress because I, oh. <laughs> I was like, the other actress in it. Um, uh, has a hard to pronounce her last name. What's her name? Uh, Elba? No. Alicia Vikander? Vikander? Yeah. Man, she's good. Because there's moments in this film where she's somebody who, you know, nowadays it's kind of a, it's still from from some people a controversial thing or a weird thing. But I, I'm so, I, I love that it's becoming more embraced, that like transgender people still are, are you know, we're far from that perfect world, yeah. but we're in a world where where a, a transgender plot line is on a very popular TV show like Orange is the New Black, or it's on this movie that's nominated for Oscars like The Danish Girl. But, without, you know, creating... Without ex- protest, yeah. you know. We don't have protests outside saying, how dare you show this? We have a bunch of, of, of middle-aged and elderly couples coming to see this movie the way they would any other kind of romantic drama, and that's yeah. very cool, you know? But... There, there's moments of it sounds so, um, so hokey, but moments of such love between these two characters, even when she's sad because her husband is, is not disappeared. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. And is you, the, like, is this a spoiler question? Do yeah, they, do they stay to get? It, does this ruin their marriage? Because it's a true story, right? Or are they like? It kind of is a spoiler question, I guess. So like, like basically, okay. early in the movie. It clicks in his brain that stuff's wrong, like that his life is a lie. So early yeah. in the movie, and then I think this is all in the trailer, but like almost jokingly, because they're both painters, and this is the kind that I didn't know if it was this easy, because this all seemed very easy, and maybe it was. But for nineteen twenty six, she she's getting him to model for her because their model can't be there that day, so he puts on leggings, okay, and. And that kind of clicks something in his head. And then that kind of instigates him dressing as a woman. And that clicks in his brain and says, oh, I've, you know, always been attracted to, you know. So it's so he's also... So what you say is it seems really simple in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, sure that's not... But I think you had to fit it into two hours, right? Yeah. So, so, and again, I don't know if this is a spoiler, so may, shut your ears for 10 seconds, 30 seconds. So he is... He's trans. He he wants to become transgender, the first transgender, but he is attracted to. She Wait. is attracted to men. Once that click happens, once once he takes on the persona of Lily, oh. he changes his orientation as well. Yeah, he no longer wants to be married to a woman. Yeah, and you can see that affect him. And there's these little scenes where Eddie Redmayne is like like looking at a, a woman and copycatting, like like. And it's just and, and, and emotional and like little tears in his oh eyes, God. and you're like, and it's, it's such a simple simple um, uh, uh, acclaim. But you're like, wow, you're good. Like just these little things, and you're really feeling for the character, and and yeah, just that sounds awesome. But but it makes me be like like I can't imagine him. He's now done two crazy heavy in depth heavy research. Change your body, change your persona, change your voice roles. Like maintain ticks the whole and, time. And time. very yeah. very akin because in the first movie in in, in sorry if you hear my stomach. No yeah no. <laughs> Stephen Hawking transforms from a young man mm-hmm. who is 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 joyous and, and full of life and and then bam the disease hits him. And for half that movie Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne has to be in a wheelchair and still get across that character, and so in this movie, he starts as a as a han- handsome, dashing, turn of the century young man, and then 
he's a young woman, you know? So yeah. both movies, he goes through this transformation. So I can't picture him just doing like a, like a romantic, like a Tom Hanks kind of sleepless in Seattle romantic comedy where he doesn't have to really do anything, you know? Oh my <laughs> like, God. When we he probably to wants point. to now. He's probably like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Like, Please. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so anyhow, I was very impressed with that. Like, and any, any kind of shortcomings of kind of like, having to really quickly put that into a two-hour movie, the performances by, by both the leads are very impressive. Mm-hmm. But again, like, when I was like, man, the 50s were hard for a lesbian, I'm like, <laughs> man, the 20, whatever it was, the 20s were hard for this person who was on record the first Anybody person different. trying to... Tra- yeah, yeah, holy cow. Any, really, well, anyone different. different. Yeah, anyone different. Because it's like, back then... I hate we, using the word different. Because, no, yeah. Because it, we're people, but, like, yeah. And they do a good job between his wife and he becoming she of being, she's like, you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. And that's really... How? And because every doctor you go to... I know, me too. I have all these questions now. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't want to just kind of tell you the whole thing, but like, just imagine being in a world where now, and I, and I can't, I can't... To be honest, I can't even speak from, like, a close friend. To my knowledge, I've never... I don't have any close chan- transgender friends, yeah. but I do know some transgender folks who, like, uh, have divorced their families because you yeah. can't even fucking call me by the right name. Yeah, and you I know? also know, like, a, an acquaintance, like, friend of friend of friend, who everything went fine. Like, yeah. every uh, like family, friends, everything, kind of, everything went That's cool. That's, like, the like, ideal. Yeah. But I think it's still kind of rare. Yeah, but like in, in Carol, like where it's like she's going through a divorce and trying to get, and there's there's nothing, she's not an abusive mom, she's got money in the bank, she's, you know, and they're like essentially like, oh, this counts as being insane, you can't see your kid, yeah. and she's like, oh my god, yeah. and, and whereas nowadays, like, my mom is a daycare person, and she says the, 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 the biggest hope of the future you have nowadays is that a very short time ago, if like black lady and a white man were walking down the street holding hands, people would have looked at that weird. You know? yeah. oh, oh. But now, my mom says, like, you know, uh, two moms show up to pick up a kid, and none of the kids blink. None of them. Yep. Like, they're like, yep, that's normal. Because you, you tell kids it's normal, and you're like, yep, that's cool. That's fine. I think it really all depends on, like, kids are bigger sponges than we think. Yes. And I think it all depends on how you talk to them about it. If you tell them just plain, it's sort of like, okay, well, this person has two moms. Yeah, whether it be... You They'll tell carry them, on with their life. You're yeah. the one with the issues. Whether really. it be you tell a kid to, like, recycle, or, you know, don't kick the puppy, or respect people. Like, that sponges in a lot easier yeah. to, like... But yeah, so it is interesting to, you know, yes, the Academy has repeatedly drop the ball of, 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 you know, like now it's like all whitey, white, white, white. <laughs> but the only thing, and it's, I'm not defending it at all, but the only thing that is nice is at least you can kind of look at it and be like, well, at least we have a transgender story in there and, and a lesbian story in there. It would be nice if we had, had more, more, more diversity, and hopefully now, sure. and it's, and it is like, like the, there's been a lot of good conversation about it of, of all kinds of filmmakers saying, hopefully yeah. this will wake up. Like Warner Brothers to say, or you know, like Disney. Like wow, like, Star Wars made a lot of money with a woman and a and a black lead character. Like, I think it'll happen. I think yeah. you know the studios have to start greenlighting more kind of risky films like they did in the seventies. Yeah, right yeah. now it's all you know it's mostly kind of franchise films and yeah, and it is it is like. The amount of stuff that we get even sometimes... In, even in those films, you got Samuel L. Jackson playing yeah, a character yeah, yeah. that was not originally written as black, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay, but why do they write Samuel L. Jackson in? Because well, he's Samuel L. Jackson. Because, well, well, that character is because... Not because he's black, because in he's the, Samuel... In the alternate universe yeah. comics, the artist drew him to look exactly like Samuel That's L. Jackson. Crazy. And Samuel Jackson is a nerd, and John Favreau... Spoiler on the off chance that anyone hasn't seen Iron Man... Just for fun, as a gag, and he said, we genuinely didn't know if Iron Man would succeed. Like, it seems crazy now, but he said, as a fun thing for the fans, they put a stinger on the end of Sam Jackson saying to, to, to Iron Man, I'm, I'm Nick Fury. And it was just a pure for fun thing, and Sam Jackson's a nerd, and it took, you know, an hour to shoot. So that's why it happened, and then it blew up. <laughs> but also, it, I think it was a thing on, on comic books as well, trying to mix things up because past generations of heroes were so white. Yeah. So, like, currently you look at the Avengers 
like right now it's it's a black Spider-Man and Kamala Khan is Miss Marvel and uh, female Thor. Mm-hmm. So even in the most there's movie, a female Thor. There's a female Thor. Yeah, basically. I was confused why, she, why she's called Thor, because I didn't think Thor was a title. I didn't think Thor was, like, officer. Because I'm like, mm. what about other Thor? <laughs> like, like, but... Thor 2? Thor 2, yeah. I was like, what, what do we call Thor now, that there's Lady Thor? <laughs> and, but they've done a, they said it's not She-Thor or Lady Thor, it's Thor. I think that was kind of the, the thing. They were, just Maybe Thor. that's the point. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so now, a little kid can... And Star Wars, I, I'm, I'm so in love with the idea of, like... Or, like, my friend who has two little kids... Are so he, like, he's so um, looking forward to Ghostbusters because he's like my two little girls can watch Ghostbusters and there's four women in that movie and there's always been powerful women we've we've always had our Sigourney Weaver at least that's true for thirty years we've had Sigourney Weaver to look up to but still but now we have some more you know yeah and 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 there's and and it's so funny I was just reading about um, like the the idiotic white man group. The, 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 the white guys against diversity group. Uh, and this is the kind of guys you see out, like, saying, like, we need a straight pride parade. Oh, like MRS. What? Yeah. Who's saying oh, that? Oh, no, for real, yeah. They're like, we... They're like, oh, th- so these are the Mitgal kind of mm-hmm. people? Yeah, maybe it might have been them. So they, they protested... What would that parade What would that parade be? It'd be like a regular parade. Well, it's like I Christmas. Said. I said, I said, I'm white. The Christmas parade is, <laughs> is, is the, the yeah. male... It's basically... Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm white and in my late 30s. Every day I walk down the street is a parade for me. Like, <laughs> Look at me! Everybody gets out of your way. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's opening doors. People, people throwing candy at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, but they, I was, they protested uh, uh, Star Wars. Oh. And the, the, the well, and the press release is. They protested fucking Mad Max. Yeah. And and the press release is so crazy. It's like you think it's like a, a Saturday Night Live sketch thing, you know. But they're like, like why? Why do why do women and and people who aren't white get to be heroes in movies? Why can't white people be heroes in movies? And I'm like, you mean like Superman and Batman and Iron Man and Hawkeye and like yeah. what? What are you talking about? Like, and and they they then the movie went on to of course make all the money and they put in a further press release and they they had like a petition with like a thousand idiots who signed it and they're like, we think we hurt the box office up to four million dollars this weekend and you're like. Okay, so four million off of the nine hundred million it's made. Uh, so I, they lost yeah. four million on <laughs> yeah. you, you, but they gained, gained ten million yeah. on everybody else. Congratulations! Yeah, you but, won. And it's nominated for ten Oscars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, or like more like, than ten. Mi- yeah. Yeah. So it's probably like, one of the best action films I don't, ever. I, yeah. So between between the two movies they protested, Star Wars and Mad Max, Mad Max, universally acclaimed, very well at the box office. Star Wars t- made all the a money. Bunch, yeah. Also nominated for a couple Oscars, you know. But it's just and like, gained a bunch of like props and I, I I I hesitate to say they gained fans, but maybe they did. Maybe by yeah. having the lead actors be a black dude and a woman. Well, imagine if if you're. It's kind of weird to think, but if you're like a ten year old girl, that means you're already ten years off of when yeah. the last movie was. Two thousand and five was when the last movie was. So you're kind of coming into a blind, right? So if you're a ten-year-old girl or a twelve-year-old girl, and your 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 dad forces you to go see Star Wars, and you see this character up there, it's like yeah, you maybe she's gonna go read a comic totally. book or get her on her backpack, and all of a sudden, like that's amazing, you know? That, that's that's a big thing because a lot of people like you hear all the time like astronauts be like, I'm an astronaut because I like Han Solo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you hear that all the time, and so. Science fiction and, and fantasy and movies really do affect people like that. And so if we can have if we can have a bunch of girls wanting to grow up and be Ghostbusters... That'd be awesome. We're in a better world. Because that, that was the difference. Of, of somebody was like Sarah Silverman or somebody, some comedian said, like, the difference between little girls and little boys is little girls are a little more sane. Like, a little girls, when they dress up as a princess, they don't necessarily have the... Clink, clink, clink! I want to be a princess when I grow up. They, 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 they kind of maybe have the idea of like this is for fun. Make believe, yeah. But but a little boy like I didn't I didn't want to be, 
I wanted. I didn't like the Ghostbusters. I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. I thought this is a career path. I was you know? say, yeah, <laughs> like, like my brother was for sure a Power Ranger for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what do you want to be? And I think that happens all the time. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they'll be like Batman. <laughs> I want to follow that path. Do that. Yeah. That's good. Just, yeah. Just don't tell your parents that it means they have to die to, for you to for you to cross over. But yeah. like, when did you see? When did you see Hook? Did you want to be like? I wanted to be Peter Pan. Peter Pan, yeah. But, like, he was wearing tights and stuff. It was just like... Yeah. I don't know. My sisters and I... Actually, my cousins and I, too, played make-believe a lot. It was a lot of make-believe. We, yeah. We had, like, these trees in the backyard that we would climb all the time, and it was like there was... We were always fighting something that was on the ground when we were yeah. in the tree. There was... It was always a thing. Or, like, play house, or, like, my sisters like to pretend to be dogs because they really like dogs. That's true. I want to be a dog when I grow up. You know, up. like, yeah. <laughs> just, um, so, watching Hook, it was like, I don't know, they're, it's, the, it's literally the Lost Boys. Yeah. So, there's no real, you know, I had to be Tinkerbell, but like, fuck if I'm going to be Tinkerbell. I don't <laughs> yeah, wear, crazy. you know, like, her skirt's too short for my, me. In Hook, you know? did they modernize it at all? Did they, did they put a little girl in the Lost Boys, or did they do anything like I that? I don't n- remember any. I think they multicultural it a little bit. They did yeah. for sure that. Yeah. Um, and there's like some lost boys with longer hair and stuff, but yeah. there's no, you know, the the the. No. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it. Uh, but, I mean, Julia Roberts's Tinkerbell is like. Yeah. A little rough around the edges, like. Tinkerbell's a psychopath, though. Like, in the in the books, in the cartoon, yeah. like, she's, like... It, yeah, you're I mean, right. <laughs> the topic of conversation is, like, even, like, the old Disney movies aren't great for feminism because I'm pretty sure in the, in, the, in the Peter Pan animated movie, it's, like, everybody's either jealous of each other, all the, all the yeah. female characters are all trying to get Peter or trying to backstab each other. So yeah. it, it's, it, it's kind of... It was more so that, like... I guess, like, hanging out with my brothers and... With my brothers, sorry, and my cousins yeah. was very much so, like, the Lost Boys. I didn't... I, yeah. I identified with more dudes as a kid than I did with girls. Yeah. Yeah. So so now, it'll, you know, more and more female heroes. But, but it's still, like, there's no place for you. No, but yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. you want to be, but there's no place for you. But, you know? But Robin Williams was the first man to play Peter Pan in, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So he broke barriers. He yeah. broke barriers there. Yeah. But, uh, okay, what else do we got to... What I know... Uh, oh, Deathgasm. Deathgasm. We're only playing it for one night, you guys. Yeah, I think... Friday at 9.15. It's like good news, bad news. We have too much stuff. Yeah. So, kind of the cult movies. Uh, we like to play them still, but sometimes you can only squeeze them in for a little bit. So. I think we can sort of blame the film society a little bit for this. Yeah. You see, some, some, some weeks when, when we have nothing on... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, is because we have a rental in where they kind of fill up the theater. Um, but Deathgasm, the trailer, I, I, we're on a good run of Friday night at 9 being good early midnight movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether it be, what was it, Ip Man. Roar. Roar. Dangerous Man. Dangerous Man. Samurai Cop. Samurai, yeah, and they all have done well at 9 o'clock. Yeah. 9 o'clock, because I think we're all getting older and don't want to stay up that late, <laughs> you know, so... But Deathgasm is, um, where is it? I thought it was from, like, Australia or something. It's from New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. And and it's like a heavy metal horror film musical. It won, like, a ton of awards at Toronto After Dark, which is yeah. a very cool horror nerd festival. Um, it's, it's almost, I think, it's like, if Fantasia is Montreal, Toronto After Dark is Toronto for all the uh, cool yeah. genre stuff. Yeah. Um, and it won like fun awards, but it, but it won the People's Choice Awards. But I just remember from typing it out on our, our Facebook. But it won like best gore and best decapitation and coolest. <laughs> really, thing. they have all those categories. Yeah, they, they have really crazy categories, and and it's it's uh, uh, and I I don't know if they're all like kind of fan run or whatever, but yeah, so it it won like eight awards total. So yeah, so only one night only, but come and catch that on on Friday night. And our Friday night crowds have been great, lots of fun. Ironic standing ovations at the end of these yeah. weird movies. Um, and what else do we have? Then it's like... Well, uh, Harper Man. Harper Man. 
which has been getting crazy buzz on the old internet of um, on the old internet. Yeah, of of uh, when I first read about it, I wasn't sure what it was. If it was like an event or a film, but it's a film. But they're doing. Uh, it's a documentary about a song, the right? Guy who the wrote guy, yeah, a satire, a satirical song against Stephen Harper. Yeah, yeah, and he got fired. Right. Like two months after writing it. Right, Because right. Stephen Harper was a sketchy sketch sketcherson. But... Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that the laws that allowed this dude to get fired for doing that well, that's against still the, exist. Isn't that against the Charter of Rights and Freedoms? To get fired? For writing a song? Probably. But the law is still the same. Like, you could still, if you work for the Gov, get fired for writing a song against Trudeau if you wanted to. So, Does it count as, like, treason or something? Or what is it, like... How, how come how come 22 minutes haven't all been put in jail? Like, yeah. It's weird, because I know... Technically, they work for the government. That's CBC. Pending an investigation into whether his, the, his creation of this song breached his employer's values and ethics. Right, 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 right. Because right. I have a couple... For, I believe two different friends, if I'm remembering this correctly, were anti... And nothing, nothing crazy. Not like, you know, decapitate the prime minister. Like, just basically, like don't vote or vote mm-hmm. for someone else. And they they got around it by saying, like, nobody can do it. So you can't wear, like, a Green Party thing or a, or a, or a NDP thing. Well, you know my Heave Steve shirt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg has one. Yeah. He wore it on the day of the election. Yeah. Under his button-up shirt kind of thing, but, like, would be fired for wearing it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, and, and it's so funny to think how, how we're... The opposite, because I re- I was here because I wore it as much as I could. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can't remember what movie it was, but on the day of the election, uh, came here to see a movie, and it was dead. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm only okay with this if this means that our country is all out there doing. <laughs> but it was like eight people, but everybody who came in was complimenting your shirt. Yeah. So you can kind of like I don't think it's too shocking to kind of deduce who our who our no. neighborhood and target audience might yeah. be. You know, uh, uh, but yeah, like, like I have a couple of, I think it was just like, you know, a button on a backpack amongst a bunch of other like buttons and they had to take it off or they got told to take it off. And it's like, it's so crazy. Like, especially if it's not something like, you know, kill fill in the blank. Yeah. If it's just a normal button that is pro your party you want to vote for. It's like, you know, I can understand it maybe being if like the guy was working in, like, the Harper campaign office for some if reason. If he's your direct superior, yeah, yeah, yeah. then probably wise not to do that. Like, if, if, if you're working for, you know, whoever, McDonald's, you're some punk kid, and you put a anti- Mc- Ronald McDonald's. Yeah, and you put an uh, anti-McDonald's song on YouTube, and you're, like, sitting in the, in, you know, after, after hours, you recorded it in the, in the restaurant. I could see McDonald's being like, uh, yeah, buddy, you can't do that. Uh, we're paying you. But handing out, like, anti... But it's, it's like this the... This isn't real meat flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the, uh, like, parody laws. Like, that's how Mad Magazine gets away with making, like, a, a Star Wars parody issue or a, mm-hmm. or a uh, Mad Max parody issue or a, you know, Pixar parody. Because they're like, we're, it's, it's humor. We're making fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, but I mean... I guess that this movie sort of looks into that, why right. the laws are still in place, what that means. Yeah, and it's the world premiere. Yeah. Not just Ottawa, the no. world. Oh, We're wow. the first. That's so cool. So everyone has to come. When is that, Monday? It's, uh... Um, Monday, 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 at 6.30 p.m. And, and I, there's all kinds of, like, I believe the filmmakers are in attendance. Monday the 8th. Monday the 8th of February. And I think afterwards they're going and doing an after party somewhere nearby. If I remember reading their little press release on Facebook or something like mm-hmm. that. That makes sense. Yeah, so... Uh, the director and some of the interviewees are going to be here. Yeah. And, yeah, tickets are different prices than usual. Yeah, often we have a rental or special event like that, but... Uh, it's still six bucks if you're a member. Oh, cool. But it's 11 if you're not. Yeah. So you can become a member. Yeah. The other thing that we have going on is a movie called Two Countries. Is that a Bollywood movie? It is, yeah. Um, every so often, actually pretty regularly now, um, there are folks who rent out the theater to play. Uh, he's sort of aiming to play the latest, the most yeah. popular. And this uh, is like brand Indian new. Indian films. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was looking it up to write some stuff on Twitter about it and stuff, and this is like a crazy brand new, very popular release, so. Yeah, so um, that is on sun- Sunday. And I think this, this one, I believe, is a bit more of like a romantic comedy kind of one. But you never know with Bollywood films because... It you, sounds kind of funny. Yeah. And, and, and it has a Canadian um, aspect to it because it's about a guy trying to get like a, a green card into Canada. Basically, this dude spends his entire life tricking everybody to make enough money yeah. to move to Canada. Yeah. And moving to Canada is his ultimate goal. And so then he shacks up with a... Uh, Indo-Canadian lady. Yeah. So if that was like, say, the plot of a, an American person trying to sneak into Canada, it would be a romantic kind of comedy. Yeah. But because it's Bollywood, there might be a crazy fight scene in this. Yeah. There could be a twenty-minute musical number. The soundtrack's gonna be great. Yeah, and that's what I like. I remember working one, and it seemed like just like an average kind of drama. And then out of nowhere, I was just working, kind of po- poking my head in every once in a while. Just the craziest fight scene you've ever seen. Like, the craziest over-the-top Matrix They're anime fight really scene. They're really well-coordinated. Yeah, and then, like, half an hour later, this, like, nice, like, musical number from, like, the 40s. And I've, I've read that it's because the Indian community loves movies and they love entertainment, but they don't care about, you know, like, if you think, like, oh, well, this is a Scorsese kind of crime movie, you're pretty sure that, like, you know, a musical number is not going to break out. Or vice versa, if you're going to, like, some goofy romantic comedy, you're pretty sure, like, a Quentin Tarantino giant samurai fight scene is not going to break out. Mm. But in these movies, they just want everything in. Everything yeah. goes in the pot. They just, they just everything. They generally have an intermission. And they're three hours long. Yeah. And, yeah, so they're fun. It's like entertainment, yeah. And they are open. Like, this is just, like, you know, I, I do notice that it's, like, every member of the local Indian community comes... You see, you see, like, just everybody's coming. Grandmas, yeah. kids, everybody. But a handful of just our normal customers come. Uh, and that's cool. There's kind of, like, getting out there to, yeah. to, to, to film fans. Because it is something that you do not see every day. And if you want to see, like, a really cool, different cinematic experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty neat to see. Um, and, you know, I don't know what, we do this like once a month or so with them whenever they, whenever yeah, they get stuff. Yeah, sometimes he does them a bit more often, like once in a while he'll go through a run of like every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've run to once a month, I think. Yeah. And I know we can say that, um, it's funny, I texted Lee earlier today because our friends at, at, uh, Targ, um, texted me and said, what are you guys doing for family day? Because we're trying to put together a thing saying like, come to our neighborhood for family day. Mm-hmm. So Targ is going to be open early. Cool. Uh, and on a Monday, which they're not usually open. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be open for family day themed pinballing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have the annual Tracy Arnett family day. Bonanza. Bonanza. Yeah. And it's early. as So it's so 10 a.m. Yeah. So it'll be. Admission is it's free. free for that if you bring a donation to Hospice Care Ottawa. Yeah. So sometimes they do like a food donation thing or, but yeah. So just, I think this is a cash donation yeah. situation. And usually people are very generous, but uh, just bring a couple, couple bucks, you know, throw it in the pot. Um, but it's, it's, she is, is a very generous woman and business person because not only is the movie free with a donation, but you also get a free small popcorn and a free small drink, mm-hmm. which is always lunacy to undertake from our candy bar <laughs> point of view because our tiny little popcorn machine just has to go into overdrive like an hour early and we just keep oh, making popcorn. It's sort of like, it's a no-frail situation, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, don't, no, there's no time for butter. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure out of the 325 people who might show up, there's like 10 people who are allergic or don't like popcorn, but it's well over 300 yeah, bags of popcorn everybody... go oh, flying out geez. of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have to make sure like we have Coke Reserve ready to go and and try to discourage people from... Like nobody gets ice. Have a Coke. Nobody Here's a Coke. Butter. Have yeah. a Coke. Here you go. Have a Coke. <laughs> but so it's back to the future this year. Uh, so that's 10 a.m. And just today we found out that Pixar is going to let us play Good Dinosaur. Oh. So on the... On Saturday, Sunday, and Family Day. And Family Day. That's awesome. So, yeah. so if you you could either come see a free movie and then pay to stick around for another cool animated or another cool family movie, um, or if ten a.m. is too early for you, 
Uh, one o'clock, we'll have a family day. We'll have day. breakfast in House of Tar. Yeah, and then come over here. Then. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And and Good Dinosaurs is, is uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it when we get it. Uh, but I love Pixar. And, it um, looks cute. Yeah. And uh, there's dinosaurs in it. So that's really all I want out of a movie. If you put dinosaurs in every movie, <laughs> I'll go see it. Back to the Future is an interesting choice for Family Day because mm. it's one of those movies like, like Grease or like... Um, maybe Ghostbusters even, where you kind of think it's family-friendly, and it is. Like, it's not, like, X-rated or anything. But Back to the Future just... I think it's like you just don't think about it. The more you think about it, the more you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's His his mom's really hitting on him in yeah. that scene, you know? <laughs> but And I think there might be, like, one swear word because they wanted to get, like, the PG rating. Yeah. Because kind of the G rating's a curse for kind of live-action films sometimes mm. because... 12-year-old's like, I don't want to go see a family film. I don't want to go see a PG thing. But, but it is kind of... We played it not too long ago, but so it's kind of a second chance to kind of come and see it after its uh, big 30th anniversary 2015 thing that just went by. Mm-hmm. So now, now now we're past it. Now we're in the future. Now, now we're past the back to the, back to the future Whoa. future. And we've kind of got our hoverboards and we've kind of got... <laughs> Those shoes? The shoes and the 3D... Sharks and the stuff. But I wonder if, like, I sort of feel like we have those things now because people feel like we had to. Yeah. <laughs> like, the back to Where the future. Where are hoverboards? All right. Well, from what I understand, the only thing stopping us from having flying cars is the intelligent logic that it would, it would be a madhouse. But, like, the technology is pretty much there. You know, like, like if we can make a helicopter and if we can make yeah. one of those, those airplanes that kind of could just like, lift straight up, and we very poorly, but we have jetpacks, so you kind of take all that technology and kind of shove it together, we have flying cars, but can you just imagine, like, just... You can barely trust people on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we every... need air traffic controllers for morons. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time I walk down the street, I pretty much almost get killed. Every time. Yeah. Like, like no, nobody comes to a full and complete stop, red lights are a baby, you know, so... Everybody takes really aggressive turns downtown because they don't fucking know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, so imagine that, but flying. So I think that's the only thing stopping that, so we could have that by now, but we're like, uh... Probably the powers that be are like, no, no, hide that. No, we can't do this. Just leave, leave that in Area 51. People have cell phones now. <laughs> yeah, people on cell phones in flying cars, that would be... A mess. We need the self-driving car before we can have flying What is cars. the point of a self-driving car? I don't get that. You could nap on your way to work. <laughs> that would, that's that's creepy to me. It, but it exists now, right? We have it. Like, it's... it's. Uh, well, yeah, they're, like, doing the testing things and stuff, right? I think it's almost kind of, like, in comparison think... to, like, vinyl, you know? Like, there's no reason for vinyl, but people like vinyl. Like, because there's a logic that, it, you know, pretend about... Forget about the argument of sound quality, but there's a logic of like, oh, I have a thing in my pocket that could hold 200 records or 1,000 records. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a record? So if you can sit in a car and not have to worry about driving it and like multitask and like read a book on your way to work, <laughs> but every once in a while you want to turn it off and enjoy driving, or you would hit like the country where I'm they I'm like don't... a super anxious person, so maybe I would like make a drive through downtown for me. Maybe, And then yeah. get to the highway and just be like, okay, I'm doing this. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's for like um, blind people. Blind people can have cars <laughs> when they get to the point in their life when yeah. they have their license revoked. <laughs> yeah, they can still. Um, I don't know. People with disabilities. As, as long maybe as maybe it's for because yeah, 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 everybody's yeah. a moron and nobody yeah. knows how to drive. As like l- I don't know. As long as it's one more step towards us worshiping our future robot overlords, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, because, like, it's going to be, like, they'll talk to you, right? Like, it'll be, like, your your, your pocket phone, but it'll be, like... Really lonely people who have oh, a yeah. lot of money oh, to spend. Man. They can just be friends with their car. Well, this, this everything we're... Like, we've learned nothing from science fiction. Because everything we're doing is stepping us either towards Terminator or her. Or, mm. some, or both. some kind of middle ground yeah. of, like, Scarlett Johansson iPhones trying to kill us. Like, it's it's... We've learned nothing. Like, my BB-8, I'm sure, is going to gain sentience. Oh, my God, you better be careful. Yeah. Like, but I don't care. Like, and if I, Rocket and BB-8 get too much in love, they're going to yeah. plot against you and Gwen so oh, hard. Yeah. We'll wake up and, and it'll be like... like They're going to be sitting at the end yeah. of the bed staring at ah. you. <laughs> yeah. 
BB-8 will be like... Jip will be your warning. BB-8 will have, have like a like an exacto knife taped to him or something. <laughs> Coming down. I was like, oh, why, BB? Oh, no. I don't care. It was the best money I've ever spent. You got the actual life-size one? Or big no, one? no, just the little guy. Yeah. So, so he's like... So the life-size one, I think, is... I, I don't know if it's life-size, but the bigger one is essentially like a remote control car. Like, just forward back. The little one is sentient and a part of your family. <laughs> and And is like gets more intelligent and like learns the neighborhood and mm. and you can you can either control it so you can like play with it like so if you ask it a question make it say yes make it say no but it they keep on updating it with more sound effects and more things and cool yeah it, it's it's and it really messes with your brain because you can put it on just roaming so so he'll just roll around the house beeping and tweeting like a little r2 guy while you're watching a movie and then he'll like wa- hit into a wall or kind of stuck, and you'll be like, "Oh, baby, just turn around!" And you've realized you've one hundred percent just talked to the inanimate robot toy object <laughs> That's thing. That's awesome. But yeah, but it, it's like everything we're doing now with these like cars and toys are what leads to the Terminator taking over the world. Like, like some some smart yeah. smart guy was like, "Oh yeah, like we we plotted it out by the year twenty sixty five the artificial intelligence overlords are going to start, you know, like, and be like, oh, well, it's like, we, we uh, shouldn't be too bad, right? Maybe they'll do better than we did, right? They'll figure it out. They'll maybe. Be like, Unless it's step one, destroy all humans. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe that's what happened to the Egyptians or, like, whatever. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's why everybody died before us. Yeah. Robot overlords. <laughs> and they erased all trace of themselves when they left the planet. Yeah. I believe everything. <laughs> uh, did, we, did we talk about everything? I think we did. I think so. I think we did it. The movies, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as always, you can you can check out uh, all of our social media and Facebook and stuff for movie listings on a week-to-week basis. Uh, but you can check our premiere page for stuff coming up as far away as April right now. We have some stuff coming up. And... Um, I'm hungry. Go to House of Targ for pierogies. Oh, yeah. Mel, Mel's going to go to House of Targ for pierogies. <laughs> And uh, check out Audible for some cool audiobooks. Uh, listen to Blast the Radio. Blastradio.com uh, syndicates our podcast Saturdays at 2. Who evidently have 800 million listeners. Like, it's crazy. I was looking at his website. So many. Like, and um, I was listening uh, while doing the newsletter. And the, yeah. he plays an ad for the Movie Mondays, like, pretty cool. often. Yeah. So I wasn't... Who worked Movie Monday with him? Did, Andrew was I here. Did, did he I come in like, and like introduce out. the movie? No, no, we should mention that. Well, yeah, we I guess should. he's hearing us now that he can yeah. intro the movie if he likes. We, we well, can, I think I told him that in the first email. Yeah, because if he'd like, you come in and kind of plug the... That's what we usually totally. do with our friends like that. Either If they're too shy, we'll just do it for them, but they can come in and kind yeah, of... Yeah, Milky, it's okay if you don't want to get swarmed, but also... <laughs> I can't imagine he's too shy. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But if he wants to come in and like plug the thing and plug the station, plug the stuff. Yeah. And, he, and he's had a good track record so far, because his first, God, I think his first movie, what was the one, might have been Brooklyn. I think his first movie was Brooklyn, and his second movie was Danish Girl. Mm. So very highbrow so far. We're going to screw him sooner or later. <laughs> so, soon, sooner or later, it's going to be like Dangerous Men or Sharknado <laughs> 4 or something yeah. like that. And be like, good news, bad news. But, uh, yeah, and, and audiobook-wise, it's not movie-related, but I listened to uh, Felicia Day's audiobook. Oh. Uh, which is really good. It's all very, very girl power, very nerd power. All about uh, her being this nerd mogul in this modern world of ours. Cool. Um, but I'm sure there's a book about Danish Girl on there. Uh, an audiobook on Audible about Danish Girl, I'm sure. Um, that you could check out. Or probably all kinds of books about people who hate Harper are probably on there too. <laughs> probably. Isn't that? Uh, cool. Okay, let's get out of here so Mel can eat. Alright, see you later. Bye. Bye. Get more out of life. Go out to a movie.